0: Welcome into Radio 1190, 1190 AM, beautiful day in Boulder. Yes, it is. And let me tell you something, we got a esteemed guest here. Yes. I don't think we've had someone as big as you in since 72.
1: Just, I, just, <laughs> I just dropped in, man. You never know when I'm just going to pop up on your campus.
0: It has been a while, the man who... With your most recent album, Planet, yes. broke the most top ten rap ab- or most albums on uh, the uh, yeah, top ten rap album.
1: That's so crazy! I had no idea that I would beat Gucci Mane and E-40 because they put out a lot of music, and it made me reflect like, "Wow, I've really been working."
0: You started way before, though. Yes. I mean, well, I lot- don't know
1: if I started before them. Well, maybe I have. I don't know. I don't know when E-40 started. I just know that when I was doing music in Kansas City, nobody knew Tech 9. Oops, I just gave my name away. Tech 9 <laughs> is in the house.
0: We do Yes, we do have Tech Nine in the house. Uh, the man, the myth <laughs> and the legend. Oh, they couldn't hear me? <laughs> oh, okay. Oh I'm I'm back now. No, oh, now you're actually back. Now I'm on. I now had I'm you on. queued up, apparently not. That's a DJ mistake. That's no, it's all okay, mean.
1: brother. We're right here talking. <laughs> you know what I'm saying and my and my voice is kinda loud too, so hold on now.
0: Now I gotta do this one got the gotta other finagle one. It. Mr Tech <laughs> yeah. Nine in the studio with Shay Som in
1: Boulder, Colorado. Uh huh. Yes. You never know when Tech Nine is going to pop up um, on your campus, and I'm glad you guys are having
0: me. Do you do this on a lot of campuses?
1: No. I'm usually so in Kansas special? City working when I'm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is a special thing. I haven't done this in a long while. Um, I just know that a lot of people are Tech Nine uh, listeners around this area. I've done Boulder Theater over and over. Um, it's just. It's this sandwich shop right across the street from Boulder Theater. Do you know the name of it? They sell these hot sandwiches after the show.
0: Boulder Theater or the Fox Theater? We're t- Fox so Theater. We're talking Fox, so you Fox. got Chiba Hut?
1: Was it Chiba? I Chiba don't know if it was Chiba You got Illegal Pete's? I don't know what it was, but it was just some amazing sandwiches right across the street.
0: Oh man, um, what kind of sandwich? Do you remember? It was like a
1: hot chicken.
0: Okay, it was hot, I
1: know exactly what you're talking barbecue. about. Barbecue and toasted bread, and it was, I just, I remember every time I come, I get it, and I don't know the name of the place.
0: They're probably pissed right now, I'm not remembering the name <laughs> for the club.
1: <laughs> it don't matter. We'll find it, because we haven't had breakfast yet, anyway, so we'll find haven't it. Haven't had breakfast yet. Not yet. We just got up and came straight here, man. Oh,
0: there you go. Well, yeah. I had a curious question for you right off the bat. All right. Tech 9 that means something else than what you would actually think it is. Yes. What does that mean?
1: Um, Of course, it was given to me by a gangster um, in 88. He wanted two guns. He had a Mac-10. He needed another gun. He went through a guns and ammo book and found a picture of a Tech-9 at the end of it and said, Tech-9. I'm like, yeah, that's okay. He said, well, that's going to be your name until we find something else. But I figured the way we spelled it was way different from the gun. It was deeper than that. It was T-E-C-H, short for technique. The nine being the number of completion, nine months completes a pregnancy, uh, the whole nine yards is everything. you know. After nine, there's nothing else like it. It's the highest single digit. You know what I mean? Um, so I'm the complete technique of rhyme, and that fits me perfectly, tech nine.
0: I love that, and I think it's important to know You know, it's not a gun. Yes. Mean, it is, it came from that, but yes. there's a deeper meaning to the, it. The and complete
1: technique of rhyme and music, period, because not too many hip-hop artists can do rock fests with Rob Zombie or right. do But you're the whole package. Not Fest, yeah, in Mexico City, you know, saying with Slipknot and Slayer, you know what I mean? Or we just came from Sturgis and we did Full Throttle Saloon. Not too many can do that. Maybe Yellow Wolf and you know, maybe Jelly Roll or uh, MGK, maybe, you know what I mean? But hardcore hip-hop artists, nah, not too many of them can do or be that versatile. So I am the complete technique of rhyme.
0: Technique. Now, you can, you can appreciate that type of music. You've mentioned Rob Zombie. Yes. Not even close to rap. No. <laughs> but d- take me through what, what goes on in your head. You listen to these guys' music and you say, I appreciate this music, I... Yes. Um,
1: I have to give those accolades to my family, you know, my, the people who took care of me, my mom, my uncle Ike, who introduced me to rock and roll when I was younger, the reason why I would name my um, label after a group that inspired me to create something that saved my life. Strange music comes from me being a humongous Doors fan. Jim Morrison, right. Ray Manzarek, John Dinsmore, Robbie Krieger, their fusion of sounds inspired me and Jim Morrison's rebel and poetry really infected me back in the day he died when i was born 71 you know what i mean and i found his music shortly you know like in 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 sort of like in around 11 or 12 you know and it just kept growing and kept growing and later on in life when it was time for me to start my own label after being on many major labels and it not working. Strange music, The Doors inspired me. A rock band inspired a hip hop label. That's what music is supposed to be. Music is supposed to be for everyone. And that's why it was such a hard task for Tech 9 because they didn't know what to do with me, man. I had red spiked hair, painted face on stage, Bishop's robe, half naked chicks coming out, take, take, take it off of me after my first little song. Okay. You know, they the major labels didn't know what to do. What, what is it? Is it metal, is it hip hop, is it gangster, is it emotional, it's everything. It's a human being, you know right. what I'm saying, it's life. And that's what music is to me. Like, music makes people feel a certain feeling, you know what I mean, and I can go to music. I was just saying on in my interview yesterday that lately if I'm blue, if I'm thinking about not, Being away from my kids, thinking away, not being able to see my kids as much because I'm on the road a lot. There's always been a problem in this industry I'm in. I go to my NPR uh, Tiny Desk performance that I just did and it makes me smile. It's so bright and it's so fun. You know what I mean? Music is supposed to do that to people and that's what I'm in it for. They say music soothes the savage beast. So I was blessed with the gift to soothe the savage beast and angels as well, you know what I mean.
0: Uh, you could tell that it's all about the passion for you. Oh yes. You know, it's not about the money. No. It's not about any of that.
1: No, my partner talked me into all these. You know what I mean? My partner Travis, like tech man. You know, this is you get some something point. you came out, I mean, something you came up with. I don't wear it as much anymore. You know what I mean? But I'm proud of it. You know, I'm proud of the the snake and the bat symbol. You know what I mean? If you look in Greek mythology, the Rod of Asclepius, you can see it where there's practicing, where they're practicing medicine. You know, right. it's the snake around the rod, you've seen it? Right, yes. Symbolizing medicine. And the bat being nocturnal, you know what I mean? So strange music is the medicine to navigate through the darkness. That's what we do the music for. And, you know, you, you, you hear, like you said, uh, Walk up uh, uh, like uh, everybody but me. Everybody but me. We right. still party right. in strange land, but we still connect with fans with songs like "Suicide Letters" or "Oh Yeah Intervention" or "What If It Was Me" or "This Ring" or "Trapped in a Psycho's Body" or you know, um, you know, just so many songs uh, alone with Chris Calico. You know what I mean? It's so many songs where. We connect with fans from all walks of life. That's that that's been my goal since I started this Tech 9 thing. I wanted my music to be for everybody. So with my imagery being so sinister, it made black people, after Angelic 2001, think that I was a devil worshiper. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. You know what I mean. So the black people in my area just disappeared, disappeared. from my shows. Yeah. Well, I don't want to touch that. But that was not the case. I was raised in the church right. as a Christian. My mom married a Muslim when I was 12. From 12 to 17, I practiced Islam. Okay. You know, so very spiritual dude, putting his spirituality out on angelic, right. and it started in hell, is welcome. To hell. Right. We have such sights nice to show you. And then, uh, 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 Tormented comes on. One for the devil, two for my God. Father, please forgive me. Well, I rocked this bra. Tormented. It was rock and roll and rap in the same, it's like at the beginning. So when people now say, Oh, check doing all that metal stuff, they just weren't paying attention. Right. You missed it. Yeah. It's always been all of us together doing music. As one, I say in our pledge, technician pledge, together we are a powerful force as one mind, body, and soul. Let no evil enter nor attempt to reduce us because of the beliefs we hold. And with this love, combined with our strength, we ward off pain and stress. Technician I am wholeheartedly in life and in death. You know what I mean? We're all connected through music, through sound, man. And when you go to the shows, like I went to Lauren Hill last night. Nice. All, all different walks of life. Right. Black. That's how it should white, be. White, Asian, Mexican, everybody. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Native, everybody. For the love of music. Right. No fights, no racism, no nothing. That's what music is supposed to do. Right. But what we're trying to make happen is like if we can do it under the roof with music, why can't we do it in everyday life in traffic? We need to learn how to do it every day and live with each other and coexist, and we can all listen to the same different, or we, or we can we can all listen to different types of music. I remember I went to a Slayer show in Kansas City years ago with Slipknot and everything, and the skinheads there were like I was standing in the line getting my beer. You know what I mean? Like right. I'm just Tech 9, and yeah. everybody's hey, that's Tech 9 at the Slayer show. Whoa! <laughs> and the skinheads, you know, they'll have their um. They're black boots on with red strings and everything, and they'll come up to me like, "I respect the fact that you're here." I'm like, "I love this music too, bro." Right. You know, we're all connected, man. You know what I'm saying? This man-created separation. Music can bring us back together. Sports bring it back together. You know what I'm saying? But it's like separated through culture and religious beliefs and color and all those things that have us separated and so divisive, but that music, when somebody said parliament, funkadelic, you know, oh my goodness. Everybody knows that that brings music together. There's all different types of people. That's That's a beautiful thing. Yeah, the funk, man. You know what I mean? You need the funk. You, you gotta need wake the up to the funk. If you don't know nothing about the funk, you need you got you got a funkin'
0: problem. That's the problem. Yes, <laughs> we want the <laughs> funk. Gotta have, it. gotta have the funk. Now, do you think all music, especially you know what we hear today, is conducive to the idea that music is for everybody? So, like, you hear some vulgar language. Yes. You hear some ideas that may not be open to everybody. Exactly. Now, how do you feel about that? These that's, up and a, normal that's okay. a normal thing that's a normal
1: thing it's certain things that people there's certain limitations with certain people right with me there's not I didn't keep my I didn't hold my kids back from listening to Eminem back in the day mm-hmm. when he was talking about pills and killing his wife or girlfriend or whatever I let them listen to all that they listen to Curtis Blow as well they listen to floor tree as well they listen to um, the doors as well they listen to uh Allison Chains as well you know what I'm saying it's I just gave it all to them and let them choose. And now they're knowledgeable young women and one boy. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? I I think that with certain people, like a lot of Christians or religious uh, people with religious beliefs, they don't want profanity in their music. You don't have to have that. But I, I bet you we can all agree on Billy Joel. You yes, know, we can. We, we can all agree on Down Easter Alexa. Right. You know, we can all agree on this is my life. For instance, I was in, uh, where was it? Monaco. We had five days off in Monaco some years back. And in Monaco, they speak French. We can't speak French. Right next to our Marriott, was the harbor and everything where all the rich boats and everything, the yachts and everything. And right over here to the right was the nude beach. And I told my friends, Chris Calico, and everybody that was with us, I said, hey man, just so you know, on the nude beaches, there's nobody young, man. It's everybody 80 years old up. <laughs> it's everybody a is-
0: sight. <laughs> Come on, what's wrong?
1: You know what I'm saying? It's like, it's like <laughs> leather boobs, you know what I'm saying? From the sun and everything, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> leather wrinkled boobs, you know what I'm saying? It's cool. Whatever. So we were bored. So we went to the new new beach. They wanted to go. They wanted to see it. Right. You see old men with their stuff all hanging. You don't really want to see that. You know what I'm saying? So you try to look away. But there's a bar right there. And there were some elderly women, like three of them. Like they had to be like 70-something, you know, they had on a swimsuit like bottoms. Right. (laughs) And I said, you know what? I'm going to buy them a drink. So I, told the waiter, I'm like, yo, oh, drink for them, you know. And uh, they came over to us and they're trying to talk. It was like, we don't know. And we started singing Doors songs and they knew the songs, So we just started all singing music. That's how we communicated. Come on, baby, light my fire. Try to set this night on fire. Right. You know, they were singing it with us.
0: Completely different S- walks of life. Yes. Just boom, right yes, there. Yes, yes. Music
1: brought us to a level playing ground. You know what I mean? So much that they invite us, invited us to dinner at their place and we said we'd come, but we were scared, we didn't go.
0: You didn't go? <laughs> no, we didn't They were go. gonna show up, yeah, just, pow, what's up? Yeah, cool. you Let's know
1: play. what I'm saying? You know, you get to drinking wine and you end up in a position you don't want to be in.
0: Then it's a <laughs> whole different kind of party.
1: <laughs> so the moral of that story is that music is supposed to bring us all together and like you said, some people don't want profanity in their rhymes or uh, degrading women or whatever they might put the stigma on rap, you know, all rap, and all rap is not like that, but um, we can meet somewhere else. Yes. And we also have music without any profanity. Absolutely. We have gospel music on our our, uh, records. On my last record, Planet, it's a song called Brightfall that people don't know because it's so sinister, but it's a gospel song, trying to run from the darkness into the light, trying to find whatever God is, whatever energy God is, you know what I mean? So, yeah, we can meet in the middle. You don't, you don't have to listen to N.W.A. Yeah. You know, for us to meet in the middle. Music can bring us all together. give it, it a chance. Music.
0: Yes. People don't give it a chance. Totally. They, they hear, exactly, you. I mean, I can only imagine how it felt to have that community just kind of fade away when that wasn't even the message. Exactly. And, um, wow. Well, it sounds like, as a father, you weren't afraid of bad yeah. language for your kids. No,
1: I was not. Um, I, I found out early in my life that when you tell somebody not to do something, they want to do it even more. Yep. You know, of course they know not to be become prostitutes or pimps or drug dealers or gang members like we were. You know, you don't right. want that for your children. And... You know, you put those kind of things on them. Like, this is what happens. Look what happened on the news. This is what happens when you wear these kind of colors and people right. see it and they're disrespected and you don't do that, you know what I'm saying? I know you saw my past, don't think about that, don't do that, this is you buy blue everything. Don't look at me, Yeah. you know what I'm saying? Now blue is my f- eldest daughter, Aaliyah, her favorite color, you know what I mean? And we teach them things like that, but as far as life, skills, we helped. But we didn't hold them back for much. Right. You know, and I love how, what they've become as people, as human beings.
0: So you're in Color for Colorado. You got this tour coming up. Yes. Tell us about it. Wow. Independent grind.
1: Everybody on this uh, ticket is independent. Independent. From Dizzy Wright, from Futuristic, from Hobson, to Tech Nine. You know what I mean? I do. And we're all gonna be performing at Fiddler's Green on the 12th of October. We've already done 10,000 technicians at Red Rocks twice. We've been blessed to be able to sell out Red Rocks. You know, a guy that his face game is not truly high on the television. Right. You know, I ain't got my face game up on TV. Yep. You know what I mean? So this has been like an underground thing. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So you might have saw me on Wildin' Out once, or you might have saw me on Hip Hop Squares once or whatever, but you don't see me on the TV all the time. So right. my face game is not up on TV. I don't, I'm not on Ellen. You saw me on Jimmy Kimmel one night, you know, maybe, but that's about it. Oh, or DJ Ski's show, maybe, you know. But my face game is not up. So to sell out Red Rocks is a big thing. Twice? Yes. The first time I ever did it, we had 7,000 people in there. You know what I'm saying? Second time 10. And the last time we just did it, it was 10,000. Um, so we had ten, that was a big thing. 10,000 technicians. Wow. We taped it. We had the audio and everything, you know. So now, Fiddler's Green on the 12th. The last time I played a Fiddler's Green, my mom passed. June 6th, uh, 2014, to Lupus. I think that was my first time playing Fiddler's Green. It was me, Snow the Product, and somebody else, and somebody else, and somebody else. You know, did that. It was, they said it was 15,000 people in there, or 16, something like that.
0: You said the goal is 18? 18, 18,
1: A- yes. goal is 18. So, from 10,000 technicians at Red Rocks, which was a milestone, now here comes another one. 18,000 technicians? Can we pull that off in Colorado? Can Kansas City Tech-9 pull that off in Colorado? Is the love so thick in Colorado, all around Colorado, here in Boulder, and Colorado Springs, and everywhere? You know what I mean? Is the love so thick that they've been talking about the next thing we do is the Pepsi Center. You know, we've been, doing, we've been doing Fillmore over and over and over at 4,000, selling it out for years. I have so many trophies from the Fillmore, you know. Uh, now, to try and get 18,000 technicians in attendance would be mind-blowing. So, why not come up here some weeks in advance to push everybody to come see this amazing show that I'm putting together. And I shot this little short film right before I came up here. That's gonna be the intro to my tour, you know? And if it goes right, man, it's, it's gonna be massive. It's, it's, it's so wonderful. So again, myself, Big Chris Calico, Dizzy Wright, Futuristic, Hopson, McKenzie Nicole, one of our new artists, on our new subsidiary label, Strange Main, for pop artists, Mackenzie Nicole will be in the house, and then my other brothers started hitting me on Instagram. Twista said, "Hey, I might have to stop through." Token said, "Hey, I'm gonna be there." So, this is gonna be an explosion on October 12th at Fiddler's Green. Tech 9 independent grind tour, man. It's gonna be massive. I, you know, Joey Cool said he's coming up. JL said he's coming up. My son said he's coming up. And Iso, King Iso said he's coming up. It's like, everybody wants to do some songs. I'm gonna have a lot of work to do that day. And a lot of rehearsal before that day, right. because everybody wants to come up and do a song. You know right. what I mean? I don't know what song I'm gonna do with Twister. I don't Twista. I don't wanna practice that one. That's a lot of rapping. <laughs> Maybe I just call Twister up on. Hey, Twister's in the house, y'all. Go. Good, hey, here we go. Let
0: him go. Man, <laughs> just teach some classes on marketing coming up here this early. Yes, I love that. Totally. Wow. Now, what's your favorite venue to play in Colorado? If you could pick one,
1: it has to be Red Rock. Red Rocks. It's I love beautiful. the way it feels. This hands down, dude. It's beautiful. Everybody knows. Everybody knows that Red Rock. Is, Red Rocks is beautiful. But my biggest. And grandiose show happened in another den. It was not Denver. It was Denmark. Uh, it's called Roskilde Fest. Raskilda. 60,000 people. Wow. You know what I mean? That was my favorite for a long time. Denver, Denmark. But then Kansas City came with Rockfest, with me. Rob Zombie, and Papa Roach, and so many others. 70,000 people in my hometown. So many naysayers before that day. This is not rap fest, this is rock fest. We don't want Tech 9 to bring gang bangers, and da 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 They had no idea what they were saying on YouTube. It was breaking my heart. Johnny Dare knew. He knew. He said, Tech, this is a big thing, man. People are gonna be, I have my band with me, the Band of Psychos nobody knew kansas city the metalheads that did not know had no idea what what was about to hit them and before i went on that stage johnny dare dropped a tear he said this is all for you tech and i said thank you so much bro because this is a big thing because he knows my quest has been to bring everybody together and getting all the hate weeks before On social media, like, this is not rap fest. Why is he on the, this is people and wanting their own culture and their music to stay how it is. But it's always been a mixture. You know what I'm saying? If you listen to Slipknot's first album, first couple albums, they were rapping, Corey's rapping on that. You know what I mean? If you listen to Aerosmith rapping, you know what I'm saying, with Run DMC, Public Enemy with Anthrax, it's always been there. You know what I'm saying? Ice-T with Body Count. You know what I'm saying, living color. It's always been there, man. You know what I'm sizzling? So Johnny Dare dropped a tear. I said, don't do this to me right now. I'm about to go on stage. We knocked it down. Papa Roach was watching from afar on the side of stage. Seven Dust was up there. Lajon and all of them were watching Rob Zombie. Everybody was watching me bring hip hop and metal together like it's been done before, but different. Stronger, you know what I'm saying? And when I got off that stage, all the comments changed on YouTube. Wow, I see why Tech 9 was there. They did not know that Einstein had rock energy. They did not know that straight out the gate was with Surge Tonkian of um, System of a Down. They did not did not know that that I worked with Slipknot. They did not know that I worked with Jonathan Davis. They did not right. know that I worked with the Deftones. They did not know that I did. Strange days 2014 with the remaining members of the Doors before Ray Eric died. They had no idea That it was just not black rap, right that they don't listen to It's everything With black rap (laughs) and everything else (laughs) You know what I mean, but it's that's what they call it black rap Rap is for everybody if you go if you go to if I went to a Public Enemy concert years ago. All white folks. Right. You know what I'm saying, all over the world. You know what I mean? People, I went to the 21 Pilots show. I'm a big fan of Tyler Joseph and Josh Dunn and their fusion of sounds. I tried to work with them on an album not too long ago and they were too busy, but I went to their show, man, and it was like a melting pot. It felt good, man. That's what music is supposed to do, and that's what I did at Rock Fest. So, my favorite now, 70,000 in Kansas City, my hometown. Wow. That was something. And all those fans were not mine until I got off that stage.
0: Right. Yeah. You convinced them. Yes. It's the voice, the power. So, October 12th,
1: 18,000 though, in Denver. That's never been done with Tech Nine. First time I played, it was 15, 16. It wasn't, wasn't there. There was a lot of people. There's a lot of people. They stayed, too, the whole show. I was the last guy on stage, and they stayed. Wow, I was beside myself. But if I can get 18,000 people to attend this show, I will drop to my knees on the stage, man, because that is a lot of love, Colorado, and they've always shown me. And even if we don't sell it out and it gets close or whatever it is, even if it's 5,000 to come, which we know better, they still came.
0: And you're going to blow the roof off for them anyway. Oh,
1: yes. If it's two people, we're going to do it like it's 20,000. We've always did that. We've always, we've, we've, I've always taught my artists that. We have to do it like we're doing it for TV in front of billions of people. But now we're going to see independent grind. Tech 9 now. 18,000 technicians. Let's go.
0: Looking for 18,000. We'll talk about that more towards the end. Throw that last kind of plug in there. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So we, we were talking before we came on about how you influenced me. Okay. You have everybody but me. Yes. That's when it came right on the scene. I was in a weird time. Yep. And I was, this song, the anthem. Yes. No one can touch me. You got
1: to think about yourself. When, you, when you're always thinking about somebody else and they're not appreciative, and then they show you they're not appreciative by cheating or doing whatever they do, F everybody but me. You know what, I got to start thinking about self, and I got to love myself first. And then I could properly love somebody, even though I was properly loving somebody already. Right. So, I feel that.
0: So, with that, on the college campus, we hear uh hood go crazy. Yes. Quite a lot. That's, yes. that's quite a banger in the fraternities. Yes. They love that stuff. Everywhere, song.
1: all around the world.
0: Now is it kind of weird and is that song just associated with you when people think Tech 9 they think hood go crazy. And are Usually you okay with that? I mean, you have other songs that Oh yeah. Have passion.
1: But I understand that the party is the turn up is real. Right. That's why I, when people <laughs> the turn up is real when people see me all over the world they say Caribou. I'm like, "Yes. That's me. 2006 me, but that's me." That is me. Yeah, yeah. that is me. I was uh, I was at the Alani Resort in Hawaii a couple of Christmases ago with my children. Took my three children and one of their friends. We, uh, you know, they play and they swim in the ocean and I sit at the bar and drink all day. (laughs) I sip on drinks and I try other drinks and, you know, this elderly man came up and sat down beside me. He said, hey, man, are you Karabulu? And I thought about it, I was like, as a matter of fact, I am. (laughs) I am the creator. I am Caribou So when people come up to me and say Caribou or Who Go Crazy, those are big songs. Yeah. Karibu Lou just went platinum. Congratulations. Who Go Crazy is on his way to platinum. It already went gold. You know what I mean? Fragile is right behind it with Kendrick Lamar, you know? So these songs I do later in my life are getting mega traction. So when people come up to me and say Who Go Crazy, I still do that song. I'm not one of those guys like, oh, I'm sick of this song. Yeah. You it's know what I mean? This song is. If you make the song, man... You got to love it. Yeah. Oh, people just want to hear that song. They don't want to hear nothing else. They want to hear Ariola over everything. We can't even do that anymore. Right. So, Ariola was a joke song. So, I think that feels like my joke song everybody wants to hear. Me making fun of certain kind of rap. Right. <laughs> you know, just poking fun, you know.
0: Well, you know, with that song, you have incredibly... You have this, I mean, you started in 1999. That was your first album. The long, right? I think. Anyway, the comic before up. the storm.
1: The comic before the storm was 19, it came out in 1999, but I did it in 1997.
0: Okay. Yes. So you've been going since 1997. Yes. Planet just came out. Are you working on anything else? Yes. I mean, are you just going to keep going? Yes. Is there a, I'm still, are you stopping? You're just, you're going to keep going.
1: I told my fans after Planet, I got four more years and I'm done. I didn't say I was done, I was there. I said, everybody thought I was done. But I said, I'm going to slow down. touring. I'm going to slow down, you know, putting records out. But I still got that bug. When I hear a dope beat, I'm on it. I'm hearing new music every day, riding with Sean Tyler here, man, like, getting ideas. Like, wow. You know, appreciating Kanye back in the day, you know, using some of the samples he used and finding out, like, wow, he was on something serious. Soul music, crazy. I still... Feel energized. I feel better than ever. I'm a brighter soul. You know, um, I I feel. I used to wear this. Can you curse on this?
0: No. Okay. Unfortunately, I
1: haven't.
0: I've been. I've been. I've been. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: you've been great. So, I used to wear this uh, wristband that was given to me by a, uh, an amazing artist out of uh, Minnesota named Modson. Uh, my son gave me this band. It said happy as off. Okay. Happy as off? Yes. That's the word backwards. Got it. Happy as off. <laughs> and I was wearing it some years ago because that's the level I was trying to reach. It was motivation.
0: Because
1: mm-hmm. I was going through a bad relationship and da 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 da. And, you know, I was just trying to get to happy. And now I feel like I'm there. I don't even have to wear the band anymore, I just wear the King band. You know what I mean? That's the state of mind, King. You know? Um, I think that, uh, I forgot what I was talking about, what was I saying, what what point was I trying to make?
0: We were talking about your longevity, how you just keep going, I mean where are you going?
1: I feel rejuvenated, I feel energized and um, I'm working on a new music now. A new song's gonna come out tomorrow.
0: No, tonight. You hear that? It's dropping tonight?
1: It's gonna come out tonight. It's a song called My Own Zone with Futuristic and Dizzy Wright. The guys that are on the tour with me. We did a song. I got an idea it hit me July 17th. I think I was at Worlds of Fun. You know, just came back from Disney World, you know, me and my lady, you know. Well, we're, we're thrill riders, so we go, I got this idea to do this song, My Own Zone. It's complete, and it's coming out tonight in support of my new record that I'm working on called N9NA, Nina. After I did My Planet, then you get to know the creator. So it's gonna be a lot of stories and a lot of things that people might not know or might not have paid attention to my past music, you know, Nina is my new collection of sounds. I have this other batch of music under More Planet, you know what I'm saying, that is just sitting over there. And maybe it'll come out, leak somehow, but Nina is gobbling that all up because I have all these new ideas. right? All these newer ideas and these flows and I just wanna chop everybody's head off, you know, lyrically, so I'm just gonna keep going until I take my trip, finally, and I take a year off, and I take a big bag of money, and I found somebody I could sit on my face. You know, I used to always say, I'm gonna just take somebody, I can sit on my face, take a big bag of money, and go to other people's shows. Right. You know, I wanna be the fan. I've been the man all these years, I wanna be the fan, you know? If um, if uh, System of a Down is playing in Germany, I wanna go. If um, if Steely Dan is playing in St. Louis, I wanna go. You know what I'm saying? If if uh, Kylie Budge is playing in his, town, his hometown of Bermuda, I wanna go, you know? If Sinbad and R. Kelly and all these people right. are playing on a boat, you know what I'm saying? I want to go see it. You know what I'm saying? I want to go. That's my dream. And until then, I'm going to be writing, man, writing my life still and doing new music. And here comes Nina.
0: Well, what's your biggest stimulator? What do you, you wake up in the morning, you hear a song, and you're like, that's it. Or you eat an orange, and you're like, wow, it's coming to me. <laughs> what What's your thing? Life. Life. I'll
1: write my life. Somebody will say something Mm -hmm. or do something stupid or loving or, you know, awkward. And I'll write it. You know what I mean? Uh, I have this new song with the Nina collection called "Chuki Fever. It's going to come out soon too. Um, Where I'm talking about "Chuki" is uh, Swahili for hate. Or Chukia. You know what I'm saying? I call it Chuki fever, hate fever. You know, a lot of people have it. When I walk in the place, you know, people that are not sure of themselves feel unsure when I walk into a place or everybody crowds me or want to take pictures and they're women, you know. But we're not interested in their women because right. we have our own. Right. You know what I'm saying? They don't know mm-hmm. that. So the Chuki fever is everywhere, you know what I mean? Like, why does it have to be hatred and not love? The second verse talks about a cop that came into where my lady used to run a a bar like three years ago and this sheriff came in, you know what I'm saying? The sheriff in our town, everybody knows Tech 9 My father's LAPD so they know Carlton Cook and they know our background. He was a Marine and everything, you know. So this guy comes in and, hey, I don't know you or I don't know your music but I like your lady and she's a nice one so treat her right and I'm like, what? He got that off on me. Like, you ain't about to suck all up in my lady's butt crack in front of me. I held it for all these years. I felt like he got that off because there was a crowd of people around. I'm like, yeah, okay, man. Just blew it off. I'm like, I'm a king. You don't talk to me like that. You don't have to know me. You don't have to know my music. You bring my lady into it. Because you're, a, you're 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 a regular at her bar. Don't. I don't care what your rank is. Right. So. Years later, three years later, it hit me in Chuki Fever. Flatfoot got that Chuki. want to snatch Gucci, but he's that Goofy. To act Goofy before a fat booty that belongs to the brother of Makzuki. You know what I'm saying? I'm just going. Why you hating on me, though? Right. Mad because I got the beast flow. Steady serving suckers like a bistro. He don't like that, but i a Rico. Loosely. That's the way of his lips. He talking that Dookie. But give it to God, going to deliver the pie like Mookie. Not to know rookie, to wear stussy, but I'm the brother with a, I can't curse right here. But you know what I'm saying? Right, right. He wanted me to be dead, but that is really pathetic. With that chuki, he's the one that's gonna come down with it, the chuki fever. You know what I'm saying? So I, I spoke about it. So I'm, I'm just telling stories with Nina, man. I'm on the B side, it's a song called H O B, History of, <laughs> gotcha. something that follows me, right. even though I don't want that anymore. Right. History of Biancas.
0: Biancas. <laughs> right.
1: I'm so just telling stories I'm on Nina, man. Stories. I'm energized, so I'm writing my life. Hear, still.
0: What? That's what people want to hear. Yeah, they want to know what goes on with you. Yeah, man. What have you experienced? Yes. And that's the best way, right through your music.
1: Yes, totally. It's our, it's our therapy. Right. Because if we didn't let it out, we'd go crazy.
0: Absolutely. You because have to have it. You got to talk.
1: You know, I've had mu- people to say I don't listen to music for real. I don't, I don't really get into music. I'm like, how?
0: I haven't met one person like
1: that. I have. I met you'd be so you'd be so surprised at how many serious people like no, I don't have time for music. What? what you live on a rock. You don't even have time for a tune. That means you don't watch TV or you don't know the the the, the, the jingles. The, the jingles on, for friends or, you know, the facts of life. I don't know.
0: I don't that's, know if I old, can do but, it without
1: you know, music. They, like, <laughs> you know, like there are people that say that music is not their top priority, and that's cool. But if I was working on Wall Street or doing anything, or if I was, you know, working at the White House or whatever, I would have a playlist. I would need a playlist, because it would be really stressful right now.
0: Yeah, no doubt. Yes. So you've been on the scene Mm -hmm. forever. Yes. You're going to keep going. I think so. What, have you missed anything that you would, that you want to accomplish before You're going to write it all up?
1: Yes. I want to tread every piece of this sphere before I'm gone. Still haven't been to Japan, still haven't been to Budapest, still haven't been to Africa, still haven't been to Sri Lanka, (laughs) still haven't been to a lot of places, man. I want everybody to know that I'm uh, free. I want everybody to know that I'm an open book and I'm sharing my life right. with you, if you're interested. Right. I want everybody to know that, man, that I, I've given it all. I have a big tattoo on my chest that says sacrifice that I got years ago, and I've sacrificed so much to give the people a piece of mind,
0: a piece of nine. A piece of nine, I like that. Yes. So let's talk about something I thought was pretty humorous. I didn't know this about you. Okay. You were into ghosts when you were younger. Trying to find them. Yeah. What was that about? My mom been sick all her life.
1: <laughs> Epilepsy when she was 18, um, it happened. Grandma seizures. So all through my childhood, it was epileptic seizures. Later on in life, because of the medicine, I think, um, pancreatitis. Almost killed her in 2009. That's why I did the dark record KOD in 2009. Right. Because my angel was dying. She made it through that. She was fighting, fighting, fighting. After that, there was diabetes. After that, it was schizophrenia. And then lupus came out of nowhere. And it won. Um... Why was I talking about that, 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 that uh, what did you ask We're me? We are talking else? about the ghosts, in oh, the ghosts. at the beginning. Oh, yes, yes, yes. That always takes me away, man. You know what I'm saying, when I talk about my mom being sick. Because she fought all through her life, you know. So, all that time I felt like, if there was truly a spiritual realm, then whatever I was praying to every night was actually listening for my sick mom. All that praying, and all that faith, all those years. People finding out and wanting to take me on camera, on TV, and put me in haunted places, haunted places, and I sit there in the dark and I just wait for anything to scare the hell out of me, maybe piss on myself, whatever. (laughs) But it would let me know that the spiritual realm exists. Because everybody knows that man wrote the Bible and all these books and everything, so it's like you know,
0: they're good stories. But and also it, show me something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, what I'm saying Let me so. See it. So it's like you know,
1: some scary stories in there too. Revelation, okay. and, you know, um, Sodom and Gomorrah. You know what I mean? Right. Turn around, you turn to a pillar of salt. Jesus, that's science fiction at its finest. Yeah. You know. But the faith that our elders taught us to have, we show respect no matter what we believe or we don't believe or whatever. We just take what we want from it. And if you believe in those things, I mean, it makes you a better person. I'm all for it. You go ahead and believe that. But if the spiritual realm truly existed, then what I was praying for my sick mother would be listening. And I'll keep praying. And then she was in hospice, in lupus, and I had one more show to do before I had a day off in Kansas City. And it was June 6th. I was flying here from somewhere to Denver. I was going to do the show at Fairless Green, June 6th. Then my off day, I was going to go back to Kansas City and kiss her one more time, you know. Landed, Denver airport, turned on my phone. My partner Travis called me. Hey, man, you lost her in the air. I did not feel like I was in God's graces. I just knew I was going to get there. And my family was like, maybe you should just cancel the show, Donnie, and come home. They call me Donnie, you know. Maybe you should cancel the show. I said, I've never canceled the show. I'm gonna have time. Nope. So all that ghost talk and it pisses me off. You know what I mean? And my chick's like, you just don't, my chick like, you just don't believe. That's why you won't see it. I'm like, well, how do I stop believing so I'll see it? <laughs> you know what right. I'm saying? I mean, how, how do I, you know, how do I start believing that is? You know because. And my little one, my young one, Rain, she said, she's seen so many. And I'm like, the brain is the most intricate of all computers. Uh, sleep paralysis happens a lot whenever you're asleep and you feel like somebody's holding you down, you know, and you, your eyes are open when you're trying to sleep paralysis. I didn't know that was that when that happened to me in high school, you know. I thought it was a ghost. I got up and nobody was there. I'm like, oh, my goodness, maybe there are explanations for everything, and the brain can create so many things, and that's what I've grown to know. And when people talk about ghosts, it pisses me off. I just act like I'm like, yep. And my girl's like, don't talk, to, don't, don't talk about it around him, because he's not a believer, you know what I mean? And I've never seen anything other than a human being since I've been here, the 46 years I've been living, you know? Uh, I've never seen anything greater other than the sun and the moon a baby being born, you know, whatever, and we contribute to that, you know. But uh, never a ghost. And my mother is gone now, and now she's here because energy never dies; it transfers. So I right. got it, you know. And uh, I don't look for no ghosts no more. They're gonna have to find me. No I've walked. The, I've walked through the dark, just to walk through the dark and to find my way in the dark in case I have to one day if everything just goes black, you know. Uh, but I have no fear. My only fear in the world now is lightning and parallel parking.
0: <laughs> I got to tell you, I, I admire your openness. Totally. Thank you for discussing that. Thank and, you, man. being open on this show. One Thank more you. time, what's going on October 12th. October
1: 12th. Oh my God, I need to We
0: got to rep Bulu too. Oh my God. Come on.
1: Why do I keep forgetting big things that are happening Let's on the 12th? This is the big thing. Because it sold out so quickly here in Colorado, our Bulu beer, our unfiltered wheat beer with pineapple and coconut added, our collaboration with Boulevard Brewing Company, Bulu, we're bringing it back. Back. On this tour, on this fall tour and this stop on October 12th at Fiddler's Green we will have an abundant amount they've ordered so much at Fiddler's Green because we told them
0: it's gonna go oh it is gonna go no they God.
1: ordered so much so if you don't get none now they just trying to keep it for themselves eh. <laughs> we're bringing we're, we're stocked this time October 12th boo you're ready to be in the house
0: what you say? I said you're ready for eighteen thousand. Yes. You're ready for more.
1: Exactly. We're 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 vested to suit eighteen thousand people with Boohoo. So not just myself and Chris Calico, not just futuristic and Dizzy Wright, not just Hobson, not just Mackenzie Nicole and everybody else coming like Twista and Token and J L and Joey and King Iso and everybody. Bulu will be the star that night as well. And I love y'all for appreciating the taste because I love it too. I'm trying to lose the belly that I gained by (laughs) getting high on my own supply. I started giving away after a while. I'm like, I'm gonna drink this to death. I have to give it away. So I started giving it away. I I drank like three, four cases of four and I'm like, okay, I can't do this. I can't do this because I'm gonna drink all this. Right. You know what I mean? Nah. So
0: unfortunately, yeah. You can
1: drink as much as you want to, <laughs> you guys. I am the Bulu man and I'm bringing it back to your town, Colorado.
0: October twelfth, Fiddler's Green. Yes. We're looking for eighteen thousand. Let's bump it up. How about twenty?
1: Yes, that would be wonderful. Twenty. People out in the parking lot. Yes. Mr. Tech Nine, thank you for coming. Thank on you, the brother. Show. I Appreciate you. I wish I could hear this interview. Let's send it to you. Yes, I need that. Of course. Because I just speak from my heart and my soul, so I, I need to go back and hear what I say.
0: Everyone loved it. So yeah. thank you for coming on the show. Thank this you. has been Radio 1190, Shea and Tech 9. Moving on, Friday show, UCLA will be playing Colorado, 7 o'clock in Folsom, big game. Until then, I'm Shea signing off. It is Thursday in Boulder, Colorado. Have fun, yes. be safe, and drink Bulu. <laughs>